Welcome to the Average Show Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Hunter Harrison. And my name is Shay Schaefer. And the Average Show Theology Show is a podcast dedicated to a bunch of average guys talking about God in the church basement. <laughs> so, That's pretty much it. Yep. We're back again. Keep it a little going for a while. Oh, yeah. I kind of like this. This music's pretty good. Dude, it's really good. I we mean, need even to get just some in new the songs background though. a little bit. Oh, there's songs. so many that we went through that one oh, day. Oh, so good. Oh, my word. That was so fun. All right. Well, we hope we this episode finds you well. Yes. On a nice Friday morning. I hope you've had a good week. If we put it out, then. <laughs> oh, we yeah. will. We will. Bonuses always go up on Fridays. Oh, wait. No, I forgot. If you're, they go up You're working at to the church. Right. You have so much. Keep, keep going back. We, you have so much time. Oh, there, there goes, goes the music. Dang. All right. So you have so much more time here at the church now. Uh, well. Talk about your job. Talk about things that are changing. Yeah. Well, I got a new job. I'm a pot pastoral intern Ooh. at Cedar Grove Baptist Church. What up? Steady, thankful, steady, steady. Thankful for the opportunity. What up? A lot of preaching this Sunday. Out of Revelation. Mm. Hunter, Hunter's fired wait, up for this, man. I can't wait. That's my favorite book. So, yeah. It's my be favorite good. book because it's interesting, and I love people thinking that they know what that book is about and then me telling them why they're wrong. So, I love so you thinking. You think you're better yeah, than everybody I love else. you thinking that <laughs> yeah. you know what that book is you, about. You, you have the I answers, do. right? Hunter? I have all of them. You ain't got the answers, right? <laughs> I have all the answers. Oh my I'm just kidding. I'm, I am. So don't let anyone. One hundred percent sarcastic. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Dude. so yeah, we're back with another bonus. Bonus. Let's go. Bonus. So Chase. Yes. It's your moment right. of truth. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All Let right. us know what the bonus is about this week. Ask us the question. All right. So, should Christians be friends with unbelievers? Should question should Christians be friends with? Unbelievers? Well, like Jesus, he hung out with like tax collectors Hunter, and prostitutes. I know and that's stuff, your so, view of this question. So, okay? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just do whatever, right? Like that's what he did. <laughs> so what's the problem? Case closed. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Gonna, Thank you for coming to my dad. They're probably really thrown for a loop now. But okay. we're going to be yeah, like they really are. Okay. <laughs> Should Christians be friends with unbelievers? So round the table, give me your immediate answer, Chase. Okay, so I would say, wait, is this going to be like a kind a brief of, brief answer? I would say there is a lot of scripture to back up that you should not. And I want to explain further why later. But yeah, yes, I this would is say, just brief answer time. Just brief answer. This is hot take bat, time. No. Okay. Hunter. Oh, my word. <laughs> Hot take he's, time. He's struggling. He's red now. Yes, but oh. the aspect of the relationship is is very delicate. Well, that's what so. I need to get into. Yes. Okay. Okay, well. Okay. Levi? No. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> and, I can't believe he said that. And why would you want to be? <laughs> To spread the gospel to them? I don't know. <laughs> to, to this do is, what we're called this to is do. an area where Levi and I okay. disagree. Yes. I feel like, no, I feel like after ways. this episode, we I feel like we'll come to a good conclusion. Okay. I feel like so we'll let's still talk it out. Let's though. talk it out. That was, that was simply hot take time. Hot take. Okay. So now let's talk it out in love, in truth, and description. In the Bible. You're wrong, Levi. Descriptions. Okay. So let me just get one little scripture out here. And then we'll go around the table and you let me know about your favorite little scripture that says no. <laughs> okay? Here we go. Whatever. James chapter 4, okay. starting in verse 4. You ready for this? 
You adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? <laughs> therefore, brimstone. therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Mm. I rest my case. Proverbs, Proverbs <laughs> right 13. There. Dude, if that was the only context for this question, everybody, like that's the only verse that we had about this. People would be like, well, then I guess we're just done. Like, I mean, be friends with anybody. Become a Christian, run away. Like, no, <laughs> no friendship. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so I got, uh, I got two actually. I guess I'll I'll do uh, one in First Corinthians fifteen thirty three through thirty four. Uh, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up, you from your drunken stupor, as is right, and do not go on sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. And then in 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 16, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Uh, or what portion does a, be- does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God said. I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they, will sh- and they shall be my people. Boom. The, the verse I have is Proverbs 13, verse 20, which says, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of harm? Good mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we so, will be led astray, my friend. Yeah. So we have all these passages, basically, about... <laughs> you adulterous people! <laughs> yes. Bad company ruins good morals, dude. So... Basically, I, we have these passages here that talk about being friends with unbelievers. I feel like it speaks to that clearly. Yep. It talks about the topic. And then we also have, you know, like like Hunter said, with people bringing up Jesus' friends with tax, you know, Jesus' friend of sinners, like that song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... Okay, but but here's the mean? issue. No, yeah, no. Let's talk about. It. So what's yeah? What do you okay, think? Okay, no. Okay, I think this is where we have to start because I think this is where the biggest disagreement lies. Okay. Define friends exactly. That's the, yeah. That's what you need to do as a friend. Sure. And, um, I actually know. Define what we're talking about here. Yeah. Can you be a friend of with unbelievers? What are we talking about? If you just move the base, it's not going to fall. I know. Well, I you just point the base towards you. The base. Point well, base. I know. I just wanted the, I wanted this longer so I could move it out, but it's okay. Just don't keep okay. talking. Keep going. Sorry. That was distracting. <laughs> Sorry, <y'all>. Squirrel. Okay. <laughs> Man. So, yes. Define friends. Okay. Okay. So, what are we talking about here? So, when we say, can, can you be friends with unbelievers? What are we talking about friends? So, I would say, whenever I think of a friend, I think of somebody that I, if I, my biggest thing is that I can sharpen um, iron with iron, I could go to them for my struggles, my problems. I can pour into that person as much as they will pour into me. Um, I can love them as much as they will love me. And on top of that, we have a relationship where there's trust being built with that person. That is a friend to me. Okay. So a twofold relationship where you can rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, grow. Yes. Challenge each other. Yes. Rely on each other. Exactly. That Those is kind a, of things. That's a friend. Now, okay. Um, and, and I would think that as a person that is a strong friend, not, uh, and and so that's the problem that I feel like we're facing. Um, is I know people who are like, man, I got a thousand friends. Right. 
But so that's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think. Um, like when, when you hear me and it immediately hot takes say, no, you should not be friends with unbelievers. I'm not saying you should separate yourself from the world mm-hmm. and plow with a, a, a horse and buggy and become Amish. Okay. No, I'm not saying separate <laughs> yourself. Yes. That's how you get people like that. Right. I'm just saying, you know, we should not have those tight knit relationships. So do you agree with that definition of, of friend Hunter or, or do you have something to add there? What do you what do you think we're talking about here? I mean, I I do agree with it. I think sometimes my perspective I think is a little different because like the the way relationships work with people is just so fascinating. Like yeah, you know, I have people in my life that I consider friends, but you I don't necessarily consider you a friend. Like you're more of like family to me. Right. So like it just it varies from person to person. Like Fast and Furious family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Family. Yes, Dominic family. Toretto is going to pop out here in a minute and be like, <laughs> talk about family? Um, Do we need for family? Yes. So, like, it's it, the relationship that you have with every person, I feel like, is is different. So, like, that's why there's there's so much nuance with the word friend. Like, right. that can mean and so, so I, many So, that's what things. I'm saying is I think that's where the main disagreement lies mm-hmm. is, yeah. is there, the sure. definition of friend. Sure. Yeah. Um, where do you draw the line between friend and acquaintance? Mm, sure. Yeah. Right. You, you yeah. Know so, what I mean? like, so, like, I'm not saying that as a Christian, you should not have relationships with people who are not Christians mm-hmm. in a way that where they would know to call you if they need something, or and you would serve them, or you would help them, or they right. know to call you exactly. to that you would that you would pray with them, that you would bear their burdens, and you would rejoice with them when they when they rejoice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not saying that that relationship is unhealthy. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying if we're going to yoke up and do life with somebody, yeah, that's yeah. If we're going to yoke mm-hmm. up and help oh, yeah. each other and For challenge sure. each other and do life with it needs somebody, to be with believers. It mm-hmm. has to be with believers. Yeah. Because ultimately, if it's not, why do you want that relationship? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I would say twofold. What does that reveal about you? One, are you, are you completely and utterly devoted? to proclaiming the gospel with everything that you do, the mm-hmm. whole counsel of God's word, one. And two, are you completely and utterly devoted to living a life of holiness? Because both of those are going to separate you mm-hmm. from any super close relationship with the world. Yeah. Sure. Because, uh, so this is my biggest thing. I believe that you can be, like, let's look at Second Corinthians six fourteen through 16 again. It calls basically... Uh, it says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So it's talking about unbelievers here. So if somebody is not a believer, that's that's already what it's talking about. It calls it a partnership. It calls it fellowship. Right. And so that's what it's saying. It's like Which what, are all deeper than just a yeah. s- surface-level relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. acquaintance. And, and I so. actually have people that I that I can talk to that, that actually would act, would pour into me. Or, mm-hmm. And, you know, they would pour to me about something they have, problems they have. Yeah. That I can speak light into their life about what they have, but I will actually never rely on that person to, to f- like, fulfill anything to help me. Right. right. I, and it, I have, it's all about giving right. and never about taking. Because mm-hmm. if I take anything from them, that's the problem. That's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. Whenever I am in a partnership with that person where we both do something mm-hmm. together— they do not sharpen me. They actually, as it talked about, they would ruin my morals. They would make me become unwise. And if I and if I did rely upon mm-hmm. them 
as a friend to help me, they will mess with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, you know, whenever Jesus is hanging out with sinners and tax collectors, Jesus is not learning or growing or being Right, or, he's also right. He's Jesus perfect. Christ. Yeah. He's, well, he, or he's okay. literally God yes. in the flesh. <laughs> right, yes. like people he's, like to say, well, Jesus did that. I was like, okay, well, Jesus is Jesus. We are not Jesus. Right. Jesus yes. is not going to be influenced by the people he hangs out with because he is God. God. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, but <laughs> Jesus did so and then told you to not. Yeah. To repent. And those people that he hung out with, he transformed they repented them. of their sin right. and yeah. turned so away Jesus, from it. So, so I think that's worthy of mentioning, right? And, and Go then, ahead. And then in Acts... In in every single book of the Bible that we have, with with anybody besides Jesus traveling, going anywhere, preaching the gospel to places, um, you know, whenever Paul was going around, he was never with unbelievers. He was always with believers who mm-hmm. will equip him, who will grow him. Iron sharpens iron, exactly. And I don't think that those people, because Paul's not going to have a band of people following him around to 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 preach the gospel or to to grow him or to be friends with that are unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Now he will have a acquaintances and people he will he will talk to i would say even on it or we should you know on a on a regular basis but if we find ourselves i believe to be honest in fellowship where we are talking to people and growing a relationship where it is not what we you know we need to be preaching to those people but it's not something where i think they should be hanging out often as much in the fact where it's right. like, hey, man, you want to go hang out, uh, go down the road and just like go eat or something like that. And basically it's not our mission with every single time to to help them and speak light to them the whole time. And then on top of that, they – us not receiving anything from them. Yeah. So um, going back to like what Hunter brought up about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So like people always say – um, here, here is the, you know, here's Jesus hanging out with all these sinners. So why can't we do the same? Right. Well, first of all, Jesus was not just like casually hanging out with them all the time. Right. He was going into their lives and okay. No, first of all, anybody Jesus hangs out with is a sinner because anybody except Jesus right. is a sinner. Right. So there's that. But then Jesus also goes into people's life, speaks light mm-hmm. and transforms them yeah. mm-hmm. into something new. Mm-hmm. Right. And then continues to feed to feed into them. the issue is we are not Jesus. Right. We don't have Correct. this super crazy um, transcendent relationship with God, the father that we are in that, you know, Jesus is God. So we are not God. Right. We have this relationship with him. And so we can have these relationships with other people and pour into them and give yeah. light. But the issue is, if we just do that all the time, we're going to be empty. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure we're filling ourselves mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. With time in the Word, time in prayer, and then time in Christian fellowship mm-hmm. with real friends that yes. challenge us and that grow us and mm-hmm. that that encourage us. Right? Yeah. It's like when I'm with Hunter and and Chase, you guys encourage me in ways um, that that help me to then go into the world and, mm-hmm. and and encourage others. Right? But then if I just do that all the time, I'm not going to be encouraged, and so I'm going to become dry, and then. I'm not going to be able to encourage them. And then I'm going to drop my guard and then be influenced by the world. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that does. Whereas Jesus is, is not, is not, you know, he doesn't have that dynamic going on. Right. And so also, but even, but even with Jesus, his Jesus tank is always going to be full, (laughs) but even with Jesus, right. You see him go into the world and speak, you know, 
repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But then mm-hmm. like when he when he he would draw he up takes times and go into prayer. He takes times when he he just draws back and secludes mm-hmm. himself and either goes into prayer with the Father or goes into intimate time with his twelve disciples. Right. His twelve brothers and sisters right. there that he's you know, really he doesn't seclude himself with. with the tax collectors and exactly. prostitutes. And, exactly. Yeah. So there's a verse that I found that um, I absolutely loved because I it, with this, I would say, then what are we called to do? And 2 Timothy 2, 24 through 26. Is, I just had that pulled up as well. You, you read it then. You no, read you read it. it. I got I got another one. Okay. Well, okay, cool. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snares of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Mm. Love so, that. That's what we're called to do. Yeah. To, to, to be love, like, loving and kind to those people. Treat them, you know. I love this, this hymn. We sang it. We sang one verse of it last Sunday, and we're singing the whole song this Sunday. So good. But he talks about, it's called, O Church, Arise. Mm -hmm. O Church, Arise. It's a call to war for the church. O Church, Arise and put your armor on. We're going to war. And the second second verse says um, that we rage against, that our enemy is not the, the captive soul, but we rage against the captor, right? Our enemy is not these people these other people, right? It's not that we don't want to, that we just hate all people that are not God's right. elect. Cause we, that's just absurd, right? Um, we have to speak to them. We have to love them. We have to serve them. Our ultimate enemy is the person who has, who has captured them, who has mm-hmm. deceived them. These people are deceived. Right. And so we've got to love them. And also I think it's worth mentioning too, about the whole Jesus thing is when I'm talking about, we shouldn't be friends with unbelievers. I'm saying we shouldn't have that intimate connection. Yes. Of course. Yes. But we should still serve people, love people mm-hmm. and have relationships where we can speak light. And, and so hear me when I say, um, we shouldn't have close friends that, that are unbelievers, right. but, um, beware of, of saying we shouldn't have friends at all based on public perception. Right, so like the mm. the Pharisees looked at Jesus and said, based on public perception, he's hanging out with sinners, and he's he's a sinner, right? And Jesus is like, no, I, I'm loving these people, serving these people, transforming these people's lives, but I'm not a sinner, and I'm not necessarily just hanging out with these people. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. goes I'm in there to trans exactly. I'm on a mission from God, like the Blues <laughs> Brothers, right? Mm. So like. I, I know I just completely butchered explaining that at all, but like I don't we so. have to be aware of public perception. Like, um, so like I'm, I will gladly say I'm not a close friend to any unbeliever, but I will love and care for somebody that is an unbeliever in a way that some people may say that I'm a friend of them, but I don't really care what the public perception is. Mm-hmm. I know what's going on. What you're trying to do. What I'm trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's literally the commandment that Jesus said. I mean, he said, love thy neighbor as thyself, you know? Um, yeah. And then on top of that, like I said, like we talked about, we need to be pouring into these people. Right. But never should they be pouring back into us. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they have nothing to offer us. Exactly. Why with right. what it said with the second Corinthians, you know, why 
should there be fellowship with light and darkness? Right. There's no fellowship with there. Right. Mm-hmm. Light, so. every time, every time, light takes over darkness. Darkness never takes over light. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have light to offer these people. And I think that says something in and of itself that unbelievers a lot of times turn to Christians because they know that they're can be relied on to to pray for them and to care for them and to bear mm-hmm. their burdens and to talk to them about things because yeah. give them or at least at the at the very least give them advice that's not going to be destructive to right. them yeah because whether they believe whether they really express it and confess it or not they know that there's a truth that mm-hmm. this person knows it yeah and that this person has a relationship with God in a way that they don't Right. They yeah. they recognize that. So they turn to, to believers for that. And so we've got to beware of of trying to turn to other people and get filled up with darkness, which just isn't impossible. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to fill ourselves up with good Christian fellowship, Absolutely. time in the word, time with the Lord in prayer. Um, and that's what's going to equip us to go into the world then and 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 change lives and transform people and uh, you know, take over the world. Take the, the whole world. <laughs> Hashtag post mill. Okay. Everybody got their hearts clear. So are we all, are we all in agreement? We just yes. maybe have a slightly def- different definition of friends. I think but I so, think we yeah. kind of do now. I think we are. I think I, honestly, I think our definition is the same. It's just the. It's just the just way the the way the relationship plays out. Exactly. Which I really don't know that we disagree about. We just haven't talked about that much. Yeah. Okay. There we yeah. go. I don't, okay. think there's, I don't think there's disagreement. Everybody got boys. clear hearts? I think yeah. so. Okay. Don't. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Um, Yes. <laughs> Subscribe <laughs> to the show. Shout your out. Favorite podcast platform. Shout out to my coworkers who have been listening to this podcast. You know who you are. I love yes. you dearly. Thank you. My boy, Double H, is thankful for you. <laughs> yep. He loves you. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>